Running your own business can be lonely, finding reliable professionals difficult, and generating new business challenging, but not when you have a business network. NewGen Networking provides its members with new and exciting business opportunities, with the chance to build lasting relationships with vetted businesses who can act as your sales team and solve the issue of who to turn to in your hour of need. With a range of flexible and affordable solutions, NewGen apply tried and tested principles in a modern way to suit today's world. To find the right option for your business, visit newgen-networking.com or call 033-600-680. NewGen Networking. New business, new contacts, a new generation of networking. Listening to the New Gen Podcast exclusively on the Pod Station. Here is an interview with one of our members from the Da Vinci Hub. Good morning, everyone, and a big welcome to Zach from Peninsula. Good morning, yeah. Right. Good. I'm quite excited having Zach here today because my uh, spent most of my life playing football at one level or not. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, very interesting to find out about what you're doing. Um, you just start by giving us a little bit of background and, and sort of what's led up to setting up the your company as well, really. So I am a football coach. I was a grassroots coach for I'm currently ten years, but I was about six seven years in, and I was doing work for various companies. I worked for Everton in the community, I'd worked around a couple of professional setups as well. Majority of the time it was kind of aimed at taking kids out of grassroots, trying to get them into private academies, trying to get them into academies <clears throat> and most of the time kids just turned up and wanted to have fun. So I recognised that and I started off just by doing every now and again a one-to-one -one coaching session with some of the kids who play for my football team, Vauxhall Chevrons. Um, I, it, as you can imagine, in the football club community, once word spreads that you any any good, a lot of people come booking. So at one point, I was doing I was doing three a night, four or five days a week, and it was, it was long hours, but it was it was definitely worth it, especially when you get to see the kids progress on the pitch. Um, so that led up to me and my business partner, who was also a one to one coach. We kind of looked at each other and said, "There's there's there's no point in we're not." competing with each other but maybe we can come together and we can build something special at that point we put on our first football camp during a half term which we had probably about 30 to 40 children attend and then it was like a light bulb moment we'd done um, a presentation at the end giving the kids the certificates and medals mm. and it just kind of clicked and it was like right okay well the kids have had a good time we've got parents coming up asking us to take pictures and you know they really enjoyed it it's been really good they want to come back to the next one and then from there we were kind of like right okay well we need to build this so funnily enough the march that was that was in the christmas in the december and then the next camp would have been the february which we did and then after that we would have had the easter but unfortunately in march of 2020 kind of life-changing events happened. happened didn't they? <laughs> yeah. and then that's when it was beginning of march we incorporated the company and we got on steady ground 
and then we had a long wait to get us up yeah. and running again but thankfully we did yeah i think it's uh, amazing my, my involvement's just being my own kids doing it really yeah. but i think the fact that you're doing it mm. and you've not got your own kids involved yeah it, so yeah well not you yet. must be mad <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh, it's brilliant um so obviously a lot of stuff with children Touch on your qualifications, but yeah. things like insurances, qualifications, sort of what what you've needed. Have you got? Yeah, so got? we we employ a team of five coaches. They are all FA qualified, so they've right. all done their FA safeguard and they've all done their um, FA first aid, and all the qualifications are kept up to date, and we keep them up to date. In terms of myself and my business partner, I'm a UEFA B licensed coach probably going to be a license within the next year or two my business partner is currently doing his UEFA B now we go above and beyond we try and keep in touch with the FA and try and keep all our qualifications up to date that is solely from the coaching side of things now as a business side of things we needed our public liability insurance one of the biggest challenges we found was we put a summer tournament on here and that was 48 teams on one day and we had to make sure that all insurance was all up to date, it was all up to scratch, and it was covered for the right purposes. So um, a mainstream event for footfall and public liability. And once we did it, we went around a couple of different insurance companies and they quoted us for probably one event a year, and it was astronomical the price they came back with. We went to a Bluefin Sport, who specifically deal with sports companies, yeah and we managed to get it down to a reasonable price and to have as many events through the year as possible. Um, in terms of camps, we have to have certain insurances and our risk assessments as well, which is a big one. After COVID, we had to have specific things in place. So after every session and every day, we had to sanitize footballs. Coaches had to keep their own footballs and we weren't allowed to use bibs, believe it or not, because of kids changing them over. Um, but there was loads of risk assessments in place and also you've got loan work and if you need to take a group of children yeah. to toilets, if you need to be sat in a lunchroom with them, everything has to be right and up to date. Yeah. Now recently the FA are bringing in a scheme where private co- coaching companies as ourselves, they're trying to monitor it and police it. So, which is a good thing, you have to have the appropriate qualifications, you have to have appropriate insurances, and you have to have the appropriate risk assessments in place. So some lad on a field isn't just charging you 25 quid yeah. to kick a ball on grass. Yeah. You have to have public liability, safeguarding, and all your qualifications. Because yeah. Yeah. there are people out there who do that. Absolutely. And one-off to... Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. to be fair, if you're a good coach, you can do it. Yeah. But things have to take the necessary Definitely steps to keep children these safe. Yeah. You t- touched on a few of the things that you're involved in. What, what are your main sort of offerings and services? What do you Our do? main offerings are... are our big ones are the half turf football camps. So right. we have, we after lockdown, when people were allowed out the house, our first camp we did was in Easter half term. We were expecting about 40, 50 kids. We ended up with about 90 children. So for anyone who's seen the football stand over there for the main, we filled it with parents, with children. And luckily enough, because it was outside, it yeah. was an open space yeah. and we could keep social distancing and stuff like that. 90 children filled that stand. It was it was unbelievable. It was probably one of the best moments of yeah. my business career so far. Um, but other than that, an October half term camp coming up this month, this half term, um, and also through the week, every Monday and Wednesday, we run 
group sessions for children from 6 to 12 mm-hmm. who if they just want to get involved in football even if they've never played before all abilities to come down have a kick about learn some technical ability learn some social skills and also boost confidence yeah. and try and get them involved in the game and have a positive experience with football okay. yeah. and do you do anything with you say you've got your own football team you're involved in as well yeah. do you do any sort of specific one-to-one and with, with other teams you do yeah teams in so well? we work very closely with a club in the local area called Bromble and Eastern JFC and we have uh, development classes for them so right. any from, from toddlers so you've got three four five years of age they come to the first group and then we have a separate group which is under sixes and what we do is we prepare them get them ready to play football we get them ready to go into teams we get the coaches ready so they know what to do what yeah. to expect throughout the week and that that's very beneficial yeah. it's great yeah. to see yeah okay so Right, so it's a new, it's a new gen. You've mm-hmm. joined recently. How do you think we can help you? What sort of people specifically are you looking to? Well, obviously, we get a lot of people in the room, don't we? We get a lot of people who who deal with businesses, and more importantly, the vast majority of people are parents. Yeah. When it comes to half terms, when it comes to summer holidays, even through the week, if you're looking to keep the children active, if anyone can just pass our details on, if you know, we all do it. We engage in a bit of small talk. We get conversations yeah. going. Oh, I've got kids. They play yeah. football. They do this. A lot of the people in here sponsor football yeah. teams. Yeah. So anyone who we can get the word out to, um, and get more and more children attending, because the more and more children attend, the more and more children we get to improve. We get to teach something new, and they get to experience something a bit different to everyone yeah. else does. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's great. And I'm sure we're gonna have quite a few questions for you. But yeah. My final question is, mm-hmm. who do you support? Uh, the mighty Toffees, isn't it? Yeah. Everton Football Club. <laughs> so, just ignore the last 10 minutes of what you said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do, do we have any questions? Um, I've been coaching now 16 years. Is there any advice you'd give to a new coach who's looking to get into coaching? Um, yeah, what I'd say is, dive straight in don't hesitate don't think I can't do this I've been doing this 10 years and I learn something different every single day like failure is just part of the normality of coaching you might try something one day and it doesn't work you come back to it revisit six weeks later and it will work the most important thing is your commitment if you really put put the effort in and you're committed and it's passionate you've got no problems it's just something that you need to dive into. If you go on the FA's Introduction to Football course, it gives you everything you need need to know to start up, everything, a basic understanding and knowledge of coaching, and then from there, there's so many great resources out and about that you can build yourself on. But as long as you've got energy, passion and commitment, you'll, you'll do really well. Hello. I'm really interested to hear about the girls. Do you have many girls join yep. your camps? And yep. do you get many go- female coaches? Yeah. So we've currently, we'll keep on student week, we have a 17-year-old student who works for us, who we're doing work experience for. Um, she coaches a girls team at Bromborough and Eastham. We have a girls session specifically for girls through Bromborough and Eastham. And we have a camp where we have probably about 20-plus girls attend. As you know, female football is, is starting to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And to be honest, there's there's so much appetite for it and it's great. There's a massive girls section at Bromborough and Eastham and at Vauxhall's Football Club and the vast majority of players come here and they come to us because they trust us 
and it's great. Uh, one thing is we, we talked about, which may be useful for me, is obviously yeah. um, we talked about firms who sponsor football kits. Yeah, yeah. There could be a, an extension to that where the firms mm-hmm. who sponsor football kits could also pay for a coaching session, mm-hmm. a range coaching session for the kids, and also you could save the club money by sourcing the kit yeah. and other facilities as well. Is that something you're looking at? The moment? Yeah, yeah. So we obviously, have, as we spoke, Phil, we, um, we would be more than happy to... If a sponsorship wanted to throw four sessions in to improve the kids and to give them that that little bit of professional coaching, because as we all know, if if we're parent coaches, sometimes you're doing it just because your son or your daughter's in the team, and it, it it does become a little bit daunting. If you can sit back, watch what we do, and we can give you advice, um, it it make all the difference, and obviously you set you on a good stead to to help these kids enjoy the football. But absolutely, absolutely, we can we can offer that to sponsors, and I think a lot of sponsors would be more than happy to do it as well. Hi Zach. Hi Dave. Um, football's obviously a very emotional sport, yeah. where everybody's got their own ideas mm-hmm. on what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, from a parent's perspective, what's your advice to parents on what they should be doing or shouldn't be doing with the children? My advice to parents is go and talk to the coach every single time. Go and talk to the coach. If a person is volunteering to coach your children, they are giving up their time, their their free weekends, their time with their own children to coach your child. So do not approach them with a funky attitude. Do not approach them with the fact that, you know, something's not working. More often than not, if you go and talk to the coach, they'll give you a reasonable explanation for what's happening. If you're unhappy with something, it has to be a nice conversation because otherwise you're in jeopardy of losing that coach and you're in jeopardy then of trying to get someone else to run a team. For me, I've dealt with a lot of parents over the last 10 years and the most important thing as a coach to a parent is to be honest and it works both ways. You're honest with the coach and you're honest with the parent. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone understands what's going on in terms of your child's development, in terms of what they might need to do or what they they can't do, unfortunately, what might be beneficial to them. It's the majority of the time, honesty is the best and most easiest way to get what's best for everyone. So yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Dave's just hit on a point there, which is quite, quite relevant and so did Helen so when you're talking about sport there's always a natural propensity for parents just to ruin it all with that whole competitive edge of not all but sometimes and and that then obviously lends itself to people who either parents who haven't naturally been involved in sport themselves so need an introduction for their kids or Mm -hmm. their kids perhaps haven't done it themselves and so there's that concern of if they turn up are they going to be the the really rubbish one who gets picked last yeah so what kind of things do you do in your sessions that help sort of deal with that or put hey, the parents mind at ease yeah. that this is come down because irrespective of the skill levels yeah. they'll get the same number of yeah, touches uh, of yeah. the ball and yeah. all that kind of stuff really. well it, it all comes down to practice design so a lot of the time every single child who comes to our sessions they have their own football so whereas in a group session with a team they might get on average 20 to 25 touches of the ball, they're playing games and stuff like that. With us, they'll probably average well over 500 touches because the first 20 minutes of every single session starts with a little practice we call my ball and me. And it's all ball mastery and it's all touches. So developing that technical ability to try and get people as much time on the ball as possible is great. 
and then how you design your your game situations, how you design your practices going forward to be able to give them kids the opportunity to be on the ball as much as possible. And also as well, it might not just be about education for the player who is ability is not quite there, but it's about educating the players who are there and saying to them, right, this is a team sport. You need to include every single person. A little bit of background on camps. When we turn up, we have ground rules for the kids. Before we go out and play on the pitch, every single child understands what's what's required of them. And that is to make everyone included. That is to make sure everyone's having fun and to make sure everyone is playing football to the best of their ability. And that just goes for not just the, the, the lesser ability, but the higher ability players. As we all probably have seen, there's players who can run through 20 people and score a goal. There's no point in that. What about the kid who, who's only getting one or two touches? He needs to be past the ball. So again, it comes back to a little bit of practice design where, okay, every person on the team has to touch the ball before you're able to score a goal. It has to be that someone specific has to stand in the box and they have to set to someone to, to score. There's there's loads of different ways of doing it, but the most important thing is making sure everyone's included and that every single player, whether it be senior, whether it be teen, whether it be children, understands that because then you're not just shaping the 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 player you're shaping the person as well because these are important lessons through life it's not just you know I might be really really good at something and then you take that into the outside world with that attitude it's not going to get you very far is it <laughs> so it's not just the player it's the person and it, it's the same for the parent we do a lot of parents education so going back to the under sixes sessions we do a parents evening at the end when we're putting them into teams and go this is what's required of you this is what you need to do if your child has lesser ability, we need to identify it and we need to just work around it. And it's just, it comes down to, again, being honest with absolutely everyone. And there's, there's a lot of hard questions in football, but they can be made easier by just talking and communicating properly. Obviously, with what we've been through, mm-hmm. we've probably all got a responsibility now to get those kids out who are now stuck in. Yeah, absolutely. Are you starting to see them come and you see them develop a bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, on our sessions, we've got, I have, I've, funnily enough, a young a young girl who comes to us, Amelia, and she's been coming to our sessions for the last three months. She she was one of the players who ability probably wasn't quite the same as some of the others, but now she's doing things that she'd never dream of doing. And there's about three or four players as well who do exactly the same thing. Now, I'm in a lucky position where I get I know a lot of coaches, I know a lot of people within grassroots game, and you can go and talk to them on a Saturday and say, how are they getting on? What are they doing? What are they doing in the games that are bringing them on for you? And they say, well, it's all down to your sessions because stuff we don't get to work on in training, you can work on outside of, and it gives you them that extra confidence. The player goes into a game, takes someone on, takes someone past them, you'll notice the first person they look at the parents because they smile because they're enjoying it and they've done something good. And then that's just solely down to patience with coaching, developing the player and developing the people that they're going to hopefully become. Really good questions there as well. Just have a, have a one-to-one and get to know a bit more about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Great, so thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers very much, guys. If you would like to visit one of our online all face-to-face hubs, visit newgen-networking.com and book a place. Get social at Network New Gen on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn.